Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Hello and welcome to the So Let's Life podcast. I'm back again with Erica Caver. She's my special guest for today. And we're doing like a girl talk today, so be ready. This episode is brought to you by Feel Great Goods. Made to order apparel and bags with a positive vibe. Printed in the USA with free shipping on all orders. Shop our new pancakes and wine summer collection on Amazon. That's Feel Great Goods. Partner with this brand many many times and they really do have good quality stuff you can even use my discount crispin 30 that's k-r-i-s-p-i-n 30 for 30 percent off of your purchase we've both been through a divorce before and we kind of want to help someone that may be struggling or on the fence with um, thinking about whether or not they should get one or maybe you've just gone through one and want to heal from it So we're going to kind of tell you what we went through and really what helped us to heal and get to the other side. Are you ready, Erica? I am ready. So, okay, you're divorced, right? Right. How long have you been divorced? It has been a year and about a year and a half. Do you have any regrets? I do not. So like once it was over, it was just over and you were good. Absolutely, yes. So did y'all ever try to work it out afterwards or come to an understanding as to why you all were getting the divorce? Actually, I have not talked to him um, since the beginning. Since um, pretty much we separated, um, I have not spoken with him since. So um, other than it being like legal documents and paperwork, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but no, we. Um, I think both of us knew. Both of us kind of understood what it was, and um, we were just ready to go our separate ways. So was it peaceful? Was it like a peaceful separation, or was it like a lot of drama involved? Well, I think all of the happenings happened before we actually separated. Um, once I was gone out of the marriage, it was actually peaceful. I kind of just went on with my life. He went on with his. And we just kind of left it as it was. Like, um, we didn't have to contact each other because pretty much our attorney was in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we it, we just let it be. Um, the only thing that was really aw- awkward for us um, is we went to the same church. So, mm-hmm. um, I knew that I was not leaving. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you gotta go. Yeah, you know, but I was willing to stay if he stayed. Like, I was, I was yeah. like, hey, it is what it is. Like, we know that we're not together anymore, so it's fine mm-hmm. if we can just get along in God's house, you know? Right. So, yeah, but he ended up leaving. Um, mm. devil ran right on about <laughs> here, didn't he? <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, so one thing with me when I got divorced, I got divorced rather quickly. And when I would tell people about it, like different guys I dated, they weren't too upset to hear that I was divorced. But sometimes at the same time, some of them were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I know you must be like embarrassed about this. And I'm like, embarrassed? Mm -hmm. 
For what? So if you're feeling, if you're stuck in a marriage that you're unhappy being in or you're dealing with something that you know you should not be dealing with, don't feel like, okay, I have to stay around because I'm worried about what people are going to say about me. It's not about people. People are always going to talk and you have to get it in your mind like, okay, what you have going on, Mm -hmm. it's important to you and probably only you. So the people on social media, they might say, oh, wasn't she married? Mm, Guess she's going to divorce now. But it's probably not going to go much further than that. Like you don't have to really stress yourself out worrying about what people say, because at the end of the day, what matters is that you're actually happy. You're actually content. So if you're not content and happy in that situation, don't force it. Don't don't you know stress yourself out now i'm not on here to tell you to go get a divorce like i'm all for marriage i know they speak on divorces in the bible lord forgive me but don't be unhappy and don't put up with anything that you really shouldn't have to put up and deal with so erica at what point how long before you actually filed for the divorce did you realize that the marriage was not going to work Oh, um, it wasn't very, it wasn't, it was, it was pretty early in, to be honest with you. So I saw all of the signs as far as, um, my husband and I at the time, like I saw all the signs before we even said I do. Mm. Um, but you know, just the little girl in me that wants to be married, wants the family, want to make it work. That's like all women. It's not just you. Like we want that American dream, the house, the kids, the dog. Right. So pretty much like, I was just like, okay, I'm going to stick this out. So we went to the extremes of, you know, making sure that we get counseling from, um, our pastor, make sure that we get counseling from, um, outside counselor. We even got like a couple that we could, like an older couple that we could, you know, Mm kind of glean from and sit down and have dinner with, they pour into us. But it was just like, once we went home, like it just did not stick. Went out the window. Yeah. Like I remember like just praying and like kind of like meditating before God and you know God kind of confirmed like it just Mm -hmm. wasn't it before I even got married so Mm -hmm. I just kind of went against God's word and you reap really what what you you sow amen girl because honestly I knew my marriage was over one day I kid you not like I was at work and I used to have to sometimes be out in the field doing something so I was out of the office driving around and I was just praying. I was like, God, because at this point, I'm already feeling like a little miserable in the mm-hmm. marriage. I'm just like, okay, God, if this isn't what you want from me, take it away. If this is taken away from me being close to you, Lord, take it away. And I kid you not, like a few days later, me and my husband separated. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't a peaceful separation on my end. I yeah. will admit that, like... It wasn't peaceful at all, but I feel like it had to happen because after that happened, it really motivated me to kind of find my purpose Mm -hmm. and actually find myself and realize what I really wanted in a relationship and a husband and a father figure for my daughter. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a turning point for me. So as far as the healing process went, for me, it was... It took a while. Like, it took a while for me to get back to myself. Because when I was going through my divorce, I just found out I was pregnant with our son. 
and it was just a lot it was a lot of drama it was a lot of mess going on I will say and that really wasn't helping me to heal but one thing that did help was me finding a therapist and actually talking to somebody that wasn't directly in the situation mm -hmm. someone that didn't know him they didn't know me so they're not gonna automatically take my side about it because you know when you talk to like your friends and your family they're gonna be like team you ride right. or die holding you down but once you get everybody involved it's kind of hard to come back from mm -hmm. that so what would you say one of your healing mechanisms was to getting through your divorce I definitely went to therapy. I was in therapy before um, we actually separated and my therapist actually told me, he was telling me the steps actually to take mm -hmm. even to see if this was going to work. And he was like, Erica, if we can't get him to even come in to talk, because at one point I had started going in by myself mm. um, and he was like, if we can't even get him to come in and talk to us then this isn't going to work like you're go he's going to lose his marriage communication um, yeah so um pretty much like when i you know me going to a therapist and i had to resolve within myself because i was so worried about what are the what are the people going to say and mm -hmm. here's something else you know not even so much people but even myself like this is another thing that you failed in mm -hmm. so i had to get over it like erica okay get yourself together yes you made a mistake mm -hmm. you know but it is what it is you learned your lesson so um once i resolved that within myself i just continued to go to therapy i sur surrounded myself with people that i knew really loved me and had my back and um from there like i just had to i had to do a rediscovery who is erica what does erica really want right. and what you said earlier like i had to, I, it really brought to the light of what i really want in a husband what i really want you know in my future right. my purpose so don't jump into something so fast and i can say that because i did it and needless to say it didn't work out we're just two different people and it gets like really tricky and really hard when you have kids involved because at the end of the day like that's your kids parent mm -hmm. and you want to try to work it out and things like that but do know that there are people that are willing to step in and play the role of a step parent so you don't have to put up with misery like misery loves company now again i'm all for marriage like if you are going through something in your marriage and you feel like it can be worked out by all means, go work it out. Go talk to someone. Communicate with your partner. Try to make that marriage work. But if you know it's just not for you and it's not getting any better, let it go. Just pray about it and ask God to guide you and kind of see where he wants you to go and be at peace with it. I had someone to submit a question to the podcast. So um, if you do want to submit a question, just go to soluxlife.com slash podcast to submit your dilemma and kind of what you're going through. Now, I did not plan on reading this today, but since we're on the topic, I'm going to read it and me and Erica are going to kind of address it and talk through it. So someone wrote in and said that they listened to one of my podcasts and they feel like their husband is the one holding them back from their purpose. In the podcast she's referencing, I talk about letting negative energy go. She said that her husband is her negative energy and so on. Mm. And 30% of her sees a divorce in her near future. But she said it's a lot more that she would really have to get into detail. So what would you say to this young lady that's in a marriage and struggling and really trying to go to the next level in her life, but she feels like her husband is holding her back? 
that's really hard because when you are in, in a marriage, if you're really going by the Bible, you're in covenant. Mm. So you can't just say like, okay, we'll leave. You know, is he really giving you a reason to leave? Did he abandon you? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, wh- what what's going on? So no, if like at that point, like you have to say, okay, I really have to stay on my face before God and I have to really give him my marriage. And I also have to pray about, you know, my purpose as well. Mm-hmm. And if he's against my purpose, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm here to serve That's God. Sticky. Yeah. That isn't that deep. Oh, like I was man. on edge about. It. I was like, oh, like if it was just a boyfriend, I'd be like, girl, by all means, yeah. let that go. But this is a marriage. This is a legal binding covenant. You went right. before God in May. And that's one thing that really got me with my divorce um, that w- I was really struggling mm-hmm. with because I was like, okay, is God going to be upset with me? Right. I know in the Bible it speaks on grounds for divorce is adultery and abuse. Right. And that wasn't our situation at all. So that's kind of one thing I struggle with. But I got peace with it. Like once I prayed about it and realized what God really wanted for my life, I feel like God had more for me out there. Right. So you have to take like your situation compared to the next person's mm-hmm. is totally different. Like I can't tell you what to do in your marriage or how to go about that. But I can say communicate and try to speak with a counselor. And if that person is against counseling, you just heard Erica say her therapist says it's probably not going to work out. Like this is free counseling we're giving y'all. Like we're not making this stuff up. Okay, so once you've decided like a divorce is what's going on, what's happening, maybe you're going through it right now. We're going to speak on dating after divorcing. So how long did it take you to date after like you separated from your husband and you realized like okay the marriage isn't working? How long did it take you to date someone else? So it was right at a year mm-hmm. um, that I started back dating that I got back on the scene. Me too. Um, like yeah. it takes that long. It like. takes time because <laughs> even when you when you know that it's over and you like you settle within yourself like this wasn't the marriage for me like um, a divorce is like a soul tie. Like you're mm. splitting from that. So you have to heal. Like you literally have to heal. You really so I was do. still sad. Like I was still like, what did I do? What? How did I get here? You right. know, that was my question. Like we were so happy, but now it's like yes. we can't even talk, even converse. And I see where... <laughs> Okay, this article, it gives you five stages to the divorce process. So we're going to see whether or not this is true. They said the five stages are denial, Mm -hmm. anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I think that is spot on. I think that's definitely true. (laughs) I think so, too. Like, that couldn't be more accurate. Because at first, when you're in denial, you're like, no, okay, we're going to work it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have that hope is there. Yeah. And when you realize, okay, it's not working out, that's when that anger mm-hmm. creeps in. You're pissed off. You're upset. Like, hey, I wasted all this time, wasted all this money. You plan around, whatever. And bargaining, it gets to that point where you may reach out to the person, like, okay, hey, do we really want to do this? Now, I know it's been times where my ex has said, like, he was kind of second guessing the whole thing mm-hmm. and things like that. So you kind of go through that period and the depression. But for me, the depression came, like, before yeah. all of it. Like, I the was dep- definitely depressed. That was like the onset of the depression. But when you finally get that acceptance, 
and really accept what it is that the marriage is over. It's it's so peaceful. I was so free. Oh, doesn't it feel like a weight lifted off your shoulders? Because you could be with someone that's so toxic and so negative. All you do is fight and argue and the love isn't really there. And that becomes overwhelming. It drains you. And it makes you like not even look forward to waking up next to the person next day because you look at them like, oh, there he go laying here. Yeah, it became more like a chore than it did just oh, being yes. in a peaceful, loving marriage. Like, mm. let me go cook. <laughs> let me do my wifely duties. Let like, me see what's wrong with yeah. him now. Like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we definitely don't want it to get to that point. But we do want you to know that there is hope. There is gold at the other side of the rainbow. So don't give up. Don't feel like just because you go through a divorce that you're not worthy. And that you'll never get married again. Because one fear I had when I was divorcing pregnant. I'm thinking like, okay, dudes are the good men already don't want no woman with kids. <laughs> and here I am. I'm about to have two of them. And that's just like. I was I was ignorant to the fact that that people really don't care about that. Certain men, the right men that are there for you, they don't really care about what you have going on. But it's about you as a person, which is why you have to make sure you're whole and you have yourself together before you get back out there on the market. Because if you're not fully healed, you're just going to hurt everybody else that you come in contact with. So don't rush into like a relationship or dating because you're lonely. If you're not over your past situation, that's not fair to the next person that you plan on being with. But think about this. Think about women that choose to, like we say that we're not going to settle, but we, at the end of the day, we end up settling Mm. because we feel like marriage will never come. Mm. You know, like, (laughs) you know, we, we say, and, and the thing is like, there is a really thin line between like settling and being like super duper picky mm. or like if I say I'll, I'll never date a, a short man or a tall man mm-hmm. but I know within myself what my preference is but God is like this is your husband and he is exactly that he's mm-hmm. tall like what I don't want um, <laughs> do we really skirt around that or do we really just take in what God has for us. Like, I feel like we become so vain and we really focus on things that really don't matter Mm -hmm. that we get ourselves in, you know, we get the man that we desire on the exterior level. But then internally, like, they treat us like crap. Oh, my gosh. That is so true. And I talked to my cousin. He's a guy. He's really good with relationship advice. But he says, you know, sometimes you have to make those sacrifices in certain areas. Because if this person has all but one thing on your list that you like, but the only thing you don't like is, oh, he's not 6'2". You have to sacrifice and look at the person on the inside and stop looking at it, like you said, from the exterior. Because what really matters is where their heart is and where their mind is when it comes to marriage and actually being the man of the house. Because if I'm, I feel like, and I haven't found this yet, I feel like when you're with someone, you're supposed to be able to look at that guy and be like, wow, like I really want to be like you. Like you encourage me, you motivate me, like... I look up to you mm-hmm. and I haven't found it. I feel like I'm the one that gets looked up mm-hmm. to. And I mean, some of my exes, y'all might hear this and y'all might think I'm wrong, but that's just always how I felt in a relationship. I never had anything to grow into. I've never had anyone 
a guide to actually teach me things that I desire my husband to be able to teach me. You're always the teacher. Exactly. Mm. Like I'm always on top of my game. And I feel like to be with me, you really have to be on it. Like you, you have to be able to keep me on my toes and not many people can keep me on my toes. Trust me. Like if I could talk a circle around you, I will. Right. (laughs) In a hot minute. So do you feel like Going through that divorce, did it help you really to stop? I wouldn't say settling, because I don't know if you settled, but it did it stop you from just dating anybody without having like those standards in place? Absolutely, because when you go through a pain like that, when you go through a traumatic experience like that, like you said, I never want to go through this again mm. in my life. It's so hurtful. Like, oh my goodness! If like, the love is real when it starts off and it's genuine. When a divorce happens, it's hurtful. It's it like you lose hurtful. so much. You lose a friend. You lose yeah. a confidant. You just lose a lot. But the th- but I think I don't know. Like, what if it's not so? What if it's not real? But you are just forcing it, mm-hmm. and you have all these high hopes of you see the potential of the person, mm-hmm. but you thought that they could reach that mark, but they really can't. I think that comes in a place we end up falling in love with potential. Right. We see them for what I want them to be compared to this is where they are. And I feel like me stepping in as a wife or a girlfriend, I'm going to be able to bring him up to the level I want to be on. But that person has to be willing to change. They have to be open to growing and being that man that you want them to be or it's never going to work. Yeah, that and you being a whole woman, because typically a whole woman would know what she wants and she would know that she doesn't have to work that hard to make a man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He should be developed before he even comes to you. Now I get it that we're all a work in progress. Mm -hmm. We're working towards something. But at the same token, like we need to be so whole that we can recognize the red flags and recognize when a man is being a man and when a man has to grow and and catch up before you can actually commit to them. Oh, Um, that's Because when we think about it as wives, we submit to this man Mm -hmm. so if we're going into a marriage with somebody that we don't even know that we can submit to why waste the time why are we in it just to say we're married yeah for the facebook and social media and to have a warm body in the bed like dude Mm -hmm. it's not that important it ain't that deep Mm -mm. it's not (laughs) awkward (laughs) just know that you don't have to settle in that if you're just getting married just for like the sexual benefits of being married, don't play yourself because you can't play God. At the end of the day, God knows your heart. So it's a lot that goes into marriage and sustaining a marriage. And if you're with someone that you're not equally yoked with, it's never going to work out no matter how bad you want it. I feel like you have to be equally like financial wise, like how you manage your money how you like to pay bills. You have to really dig deep into these men and see like, okay, what's your credit like? Like, mm-hmm. how were you raised? What kind of trauma did you go through growing up? Because those experiences and those generational curses can trickle down into your kids and your kids' kids. So you want to kind of fix fix that, address it and fix it before you get committed into something and it end up in a divorce 
all divorces aren't bad. I'm not sad about my divorce. I was hurt at first. It was just more so the shock of it and me being pregnant and things like that. But after the divorce happened, my life looked up so much more like so many blessings fell in my lap. God just started showing me things and taking me places I never thought I would go. But I feel like I was being held back. When I was in my marriage, did you ever feel like your marriage was holding you back or stopping you from getting to where you wanted to be in life? Absolutely. I felt like um, I was very stagnant. I felt like um, I couldn't really pursue my purpose the way I wanted to because there were so many things that we didn't agree on. Now, get this. Um, when you are married, there is a certain amount of favor that's on your marriage, regardless, even if it's you know ordained by God or not. Mm -hmm. But I did feel like um, there were certain areas in our life that we just really did we didn't mesh well with mm -hmm. um, as far as like how we communicate or who we communicate with. Um, and, you know, you can't have a successful business or purpose without those relationships. Right. So I felt like I was definitely being held back from that. So, like I said earlier, like when when we kind of resolved within ourselves that this was not going to work, like I felt like a free bird. And it mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, it was no shade to him. Like, yeah. hey, who's I'm not saying that you won't be good for the next person. You, you just, just not good, good for me. me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And ladies, we have to accept that. Like you see this potential in a guy, but you know what you want and you know it's so far it's just better than what you're actually set, settling for. And just have that conversation. Like it doesn't always have to be negative, like, hey, you're a great guy, you know, you do this, this and that well and you'll be a good husband to somebody, but it's just it just won't be to me. And you have to just don't settle. That's like all I want to say. Like, don't don't put up with what you don't have to put up with just to say, hey, I'm married mm -hmm. or what have you. But we will do another podcast talking about the perks of being married because we've all been there. Well, not mm -hmm. all of us, some of us. Yeah. <laughs> but we will continue with another episode about the perks of marriage and just things to look out for before you do actually say I do. Mm, that'll be good.